three, three, two, one. Silver in the States football. Here are your hosts, the Taco Slayer Jorge and MLS card guy, Chris. Welcome into another episode of So Rare in the States football. There are only eight teams left in the MLS. The season is almost over. Chris, the MLS card guy here with me as always. How are you? I'm quite warm. I've, I've migrated further south for the winter. And oh, by the winter, nice. I mean for this week. Okay. Um, All right. So happy holidays to everybody out there who celebrates said holidays. Um, no, I'm good. I'm in obviously a different location with lights and things around Ooh, me. Fancy, but fancy. Um, yeah, it's cool. in our house. <laughs> yes. No, it is very cool. And I'm glad that you brought up the holidays. I actually did want to say. And anybody in the States, this is so rare in the States. If you celebrate whatever it is, we are thankful for you. And anybody who tunes into these episodes and whoever replies or says anything on the interwebs, we appreciate you. So thanks, thank mom. you. And also, thanks, mom, even though she probably doesn't watch. But thank you anyway. Chris, we're going to hit the Western Conference teams. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of them that have been eliminated. Some surprises, some not. We're going to go through. We're going to. Maybe do a little quick recap of their season, see what's going on, check the temperature on some of these teams, and uh, yeah, we'll probably do some deeper dives as the offseason goes on. Maybe uh, some of you server managers who love your clubs have some inside information, follow the right people. Maybe we'll have you on to talk some talk. But first, So Rare has introduced some new competition on the Premier League side that if you Right. If you buy the new season cards, you can play these competitions and you can win money, cash prizes. Wow, it's what Wait, everybody has been money? asking for. Yes. Money. You can win you can win monies. Money. Oh my Yay. goodness. So in theory, when I the MLS does come for, back. I just like playing for the JPEGs on my screen. Yeah, you could spin them. I don't now. like monies. No, you could spin them now. Not the MLS ones, though. We're not we're not cool yet. Not cool. But that does lead Next me into year. my question, Chris. Next year, when the new season cards come out, assuming yeah. the MLS does do a competition for a cash with new season cards, yeah. is that reason to not buy the dip right now? Is there is there a way, a reason why you might want to hold off buying old season cards, even though they're so cheap and it's so attractive to buy them? Should we be waiting for a new season of cards and spending our money there to win cash? Absolutely, absolutely not. So there's two there's two like ways this goes, right? Number one, you buy cards now and hold till the season starts, and then you can sell when the season starts and buy the new season cards anyway. Number two, you just buy the super cheap cards now and then just play those and not care about the new season competitions. Either oh way, gosh. either of those options, you should buy the cards now. Like you should you should believe in the uh in the off-season rise because it's a thing and it happens and you need to be like a little bit careful like you don't just buy total trash that's not actually gonna rise at all and that's um specifically like limited like very like unless you're getting super op limited players i probably wouldn't get into limited but um there's some deals to be had in stuff that i'm 90% certain will rise by the start of the season. And hey, if you want to buy new season cards to play those competitions in the new season, by all means, 
um just buy your cards now and sell them into the into the preseason hype and then buy the new season cards like it's uh it's 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 not like one or the other i don't think yeah i mean yeah but like you got to think when like someone has like limited funds right it's like do you want to buy these things now and sit on them and do nothing with them or would you rather wait you know for the new stuff which is going to be higher in price anyway but you'll immediately almost at some point be able to win cash like that and i agree and i think i've heard it on a few other contents and stuff like that in the so rare verse where people are starting to get the grasp of hey buy old season cards to win new season cards early to then use those new season cards that you want as rewards to then win cash so you like snowball it so that seems a little risky to be fair i mean but is that is that not like i'm just gonna win I'm just going to win every week and get five cards in the right positions and all in a stack. Like that doesn't make any sense to me, to be fair. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't. I like, mean, the buying three cards, cards instead of. Like if you win like one or two rewards, you could always build your team around those two rewards and like buy it. Cause I, I think you need stacks, right? You need, you need to have like complete teams. You can't just win random rewards of MLS players or even it doesn't even have to be MLS. Like technically in Champ America, you can win South American cards. You can win, you know, Mexico cards. So like it, I, I feel like you need to be more intentional and more specific other than just, ah, I'll win cards that then can win. You know, I never really thought about that until you said that where it's like, what are the chances I get an MLS card or, right. you know, and not a South America or a Mexico, which let's be real. I never win MLS. It's Champ America. That, and that's the <laughs> yeah. one competition. Right. Right. Like an all-star. Yeah. It's like super rare. Hmm. See, there you go. This is why we asked the tough questions, Chris, because you just always with your negativity. Always I have all it. the answers. <laughs> People just don't yeah. ask. No. Hey, I ask. That's what I'm here. That's why I got you here. I need that's you here. True. That's true. You were you were the end of my yang where I'm just like, look at all this stuff, and you're just like, no, bad dog. <laughs> Sometimes we need that little flick in the nose. You're like, stop it. No, no, I, I, no. I, I think lots of things should be bought. Actually, yeah. The the more and and it's tough for me right now too, trying to balance everything with basketball right now. We're still in the news, trying to figure out who's going to do what and who's going to be good for the season. It's like I want to be buying basketball, but at the same time, I look at the football side. I'm like, oh man, it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet right now with everything so cheap. Especially yeah. someone that's trying to move up to rare right now, it is looking better than ever. So Chris, the MLS card guy, says, buy, 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 buy the dip, and go from there. Also, if you're someone that has a little bit like a, a little bit of like extra, you know, cash lying around. Um, I think it's a hundred percent worth getting your cards, like whatever your main cards are, and then going and buying a few like additional players for collections, especially in rare, right? Because right Ooh, now there's yeah. like two or three players on every team that are like five dollars that like will boost your will boost your collection score. Um, I, I did this with my Talus Magno, like first edition, like the number one Talus Magno from 2023. Ooh, I went and bought a bunch of other NYCFC cards from this season. Um, and like, I think my boost is like 3% now, or at least it will be once I get the 90 day hold bonus right. thing. And like, that's in limited, like it's somewhat easy to do that just because everything is so cheap. Yeah. But in rare, like that makes a big difference. And I can tell you those bonuses, even in limited, those bonuses make a big difference. Like if you have 
an op card and then you add another four or five percent bonus on it um it's huge like it, it really does add up really really quickly so don't underestimate too not just you know playing the oh i'm gonna get you know the big op cards like I, look at undervalued stuff you can you can take some chances on guys that one are super cheap two have long careers probably in in the future um, right. obviously no one knows for sure um but three also add to your collection score for like for other players that might be in your gallery um so like i just bought a kid uh the 15 year old kid from nycfc that has a rookie card because it gets right. me a huge collection score bonus off the auction or off a uh, second i think it was off auction actually let's go um i could be wrong but um even just getting like the the special edition card bonus because he's a rookie card um he's 15 so he's gonna have you know probably i mean you never know individual kids um but he could have you know he could have a decent career on his own plus even if he doesn't do anything i spent five bucks to boost my talus mango one percent forever like still works out for me you know it's it's a no risk high reward move um which I'm a big fan of no risk and high reward, as it turns out. <laughs> you know, typically, you know, no, that's that, that's re- that's a, I really like that you bring that up because uh, I kind of did the same thing in NBA. I scooped up a lot of scooped up all my Magic limiteds, like a lot of low serials right off the auction before people realized what the collection score was. Because fighting on auction for uh, collection score at the very beginning is very annoying. So uh, I definitely had that in mind while doing that. Do you think? That is, I didn't even see the show going this way, but <laughs> do you think that people haven't really caught on to the extent that collections will matter down the road as more people get on too, like maybe not even right now because the hardcore diehards, it's definitely in the back of their minds, but looking at new people as they come on boarded and as rivals drives these things for instant buys and all these things and more people start to hop in. Do you think people just aren't really realizing how important collections are going to be down the road? I mean, I don't know because I don't I don't know how much people value collections, to be fair. Like, I don't know. I haven't really deep dove into anybody's gallery to like, is this person actually stacking huge collections? Um, I I did it as as sort of a test run with Cincinnati this year, just because since he had a really nice team, Celentano was one of the best U23 goalkeepers. And I was like, well. Let's see how how high I can boost the Celentano. So I went full five percent. This is at the limited level. I went full five percent, and it it does feel like you're getting more points than everybody else. Like it it feels unfair to use like I used Barrial at times. I used Celentano at times. Um, and to be fair, I didn't even buy any of the any of the other good ones. Like I didn't buy um, Brandon Vasquez. I have a Brandon Vasquez right. rare, but I don't think I bought him at limited. Um, I didn't buy Lucho Acosta. I didn't. Wow. I like. I could have a hundred percent bought those guys and used those guys because um, I have a full five percent for any any Cincinnati stacks. Um, but it a hundred percent. It felt like when I put Celentano and when I put um, Barreal in there, I was definitely getting more percentages. And when you consider the cap, um, like the cap two forty, the threshold game, which is a huge part of my weekly focus, it's one of the first things that I put in every week. Um, them adding bonuses to that means that you basically, sh- I mean, you should always be playing with, you know, 10 to 15% bonus cards in that cap mode. Um, so the more of those that you can have, and when you have the full team, you know, 
if that team has a decent matchup that week, you can put two or three of them in there that are all 15% bonus. Yeah. And and it's it's pretty easy to actually like hit that and 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 possibly even win some cards. Um so I mean going going yeah. back to the going back to the NYC stack that I referenced, I pulled it up. I have a Talus Magno number one, uh, which is 70, you know, points or whatever it is. Um, I got the uh, Maximo Carrizo, who's actually 14 on this card. Um, bought him at auction. It's a rookie card, so it's a special edition. So when I keep him 90 days, it'll be a plus 60. Love those. Um, and then I bought Cody Mizell for a couple dollars. I, I think I spent like maybe 20 bucks on Carrizo just because he was the rookie card. Um, right. But I, I, I think I went... Um, I think I went off auction and just bought Cody Mizell, Steven Turnbull, Alfredo Morales, and Matias Pellegrini. Um, Morales probably doesn't have a huge future ahead. Cody Mizell maybe gets a chance as a goalkeeper at some point. Um, but even if he doesn't, I still think it's kind of worth. Um, and then Steven Turnbull and and Pellegrini. Turnbull's 24. Like He could still right. play for a while. And Pellegrini was a was a DP at one point, I believe, and he's twenty two year old forward. Um, so I mean, that's again another high upside. So I have two hundred. Where to go? I have two hundred and forty um, right now. So I only need one more player to hit that um, to hit that two fifty for the three percent bonus. Um, and that's I'll, like typically I, I where you'll hang honestly out. might go buy a few more. Like Matt Freeze is probably a decent, um, a decent shout, or or maybe Barraza. Um, actually, I guess Barraza is the is the younger and cheaper one, so he's probably a decent shout. Um, Tiago Martins is is like twenty bucks. Like he's a decent player. Tony Alfaro is basically free. Um, Kevin O'Toole is basically free. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's, there's more guys for sure that I could add Keaton parks. is a, is a really nice, like he's a decent piece. That's like 20 bucks. Um, it's like, there's, there's a bunch of guys on here that, that are Justin Hawk. I watched him play in the USL. Wow. Um, there's a bunch of guys that, I mean, I, I honestly will probably go for a full 5% on this NYC stack. Um, are they still auctioning them too? Probably. Yeah. I got all those guys off auction. That's where you go. Like I find myself and I think that's why, because especially if I'm collecting, I think I'm probably collecting probably limited just because it's easier for me to just buy a ton of limited. It's a lot easier than it is to buy a bunch of rares. Uh, and yeah. also, I, well, see, here's the thing. Like, I don't feel like you need to go the full 5%. Like in this case, I'm going to go to 5% because I got it. I got it of one Talus Magno. Uh, which right. I normally wouldn't spend the, the money rookie. on. Um, I got a rookie, and I've got like four guys off of off of auction already. Or five, I guess. Actually, all six of them were off auction. Um, so like I that can five percent, but like even three percent is not that hard to get to. Like I'm at six guys right now. I bought six players, and I'm at three percent, and that makes a big difference. Uh, I think that's where you want to shoot for. Like getting five percent with the limited amounts of special editions, one of Jersey mints, whatever it is. I think 3% is probably that sweet spot where a lot of collections will probably sit at. Um, 
and then you go from there. But yeah, if you can get the five percent, and that's something you got to think about, especially going into next year. This is kind of a looking forward show that you definitely have to have that in mind. Like, hey, maybe as the new season comes closer, maybe hey, don't spend all your money in the markets and wait, knowing that those are coming, knowing that they will matter a little bit. Plus, all the fancy new stuff that Silver will come up with. Until then, because there's still months away. Uh, that's that's definitely something to to really think about. Yeah. So yeah, NYC is definitely a Western team, which we promised you to talk about. So. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I had some questions at the beginning. I was like, "Hey, let's do a little bit of sober at the beginning. Get get the juices flowing." And yeah. then yeah, dude, collections all the way. I love my Orlando City collection, which actually they announced today in their new pitch notes that they're doing, which is really cool. Shout out Silver. They're starting to release a little bit quick, quicker updates, you know, on a more frequent basis. And uh, they said they're going to be doing a jersey drop for top collectors um in the next week or so which is cool they didn't say exactly who or how many depends on how many jerseys they get but uh whoa actually speaking about jerseys can we talk about this syria thing was was this like a was there a tech tech glitch or something because i with the new jersey drop yeah so i haven't looked into it because i didn't go for it but apparently in order to try to keep bots out of getting the jersey mints, they uh messed something up on their end where like nobody could get them. Yes. I'm like, that was the whole thing. Because uh, I yes. didn't get one. And I was like, I'm here. I was I was in. I was done within like a half a second. And right. I didn't get one because it kept coming up with an error. And I was like, Oh no. MF. Like the one week that I'm off and I can actually be here at <laughs> one o'clock. Yeah. I was I I submitted a ticket. I wasn't happy. Oh man, <laughs> four person dude. over so rare is gonna be like this guy, dude. The so the so rare club shop woes continue. Um, it's just they keep taking L after L, and it'll get there. Uh, <laughs> it it'll 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 definitely get there. But uh, yeah, they they just they just keep taking you know one haymaker after another, and uh, eh, we'll see we'll see. They uh they announced that the club shop's coming to basketball finally. Um, they're going to be innovating and trying new things out there. Uh, so, look, the future's still there. But, hey, if you're a top collector, there's a jersey coming your way as the uh, number one in all three uh, Orlando City Limited collections. Um, yo, where's you, my better, jersey, you better bro? get there. <laughs> Let me get a little something, bro. Let me get a soccer ball or something, bro. I'm just saying. Where this collection took me a lot of time. Took me a lot of time. A lot, a lot of dedication. And I love them. I honestly stare at them all the time. I may need help. <laughs> And that's not a joke. I wish I my, could spin my them. Top one, my top one is second for DC United in a limited. Ugh, yikes, I'm sorry, buddy. I feel like I don't even have to look at the DC collection to know there's nothing in there of value. Except no, maybe a crest no, there, there is literally nothing of any value. Like, <laughs> probably the most, I don't know, valuable card in this whole thing is... I don't know, Steve Birnbaum, yeah. maybe. Uh, okay, all right, we're moving on. Listen, this this live stream is titled Western Conference because we're going to talk about Western Conference. And Chris, we're going to go over the Eliminados. See you next year, right? Yeah. And we're going to start off with the most important one. Good, congratulations to your wooden spoon, Colorado Rapids, with five wins, seventeen Not the losses. Spoon. No, no, Toronto. Oh, no. Wooden spoon. oh, that's right, that's right. Well, the wooden spoon of the West. This is a Western Conference show. Okay. There's no spoons in the West, man. It's There's saloons and 
They only use forks. Okay, sporks. Colorado Rapids were down the wooden bad. Fork award to the Mountain Men in Colorado. But Chris, I don't know if we saw the news. They signed Chris Armis. Hey, is, it just went from is, bad to worse. Everyone, are are they? Is is this the answer for Colorado? Is this what they needed? Uh, yes, this is the answer. Assuming that they have adopted our uh, Messi goes to the wooden spoon winner every year award, um, they are actively trying to win the wooden spoon again next year. And I will be, I will be, um, I will be looking to see if they set the MLS record for fewest amount of points in a season because. Jack Price and Diego Rubio likely gone. Actually, both of them already gone. confirmed to be gone. Confirmed gone. Um, and Chris Armis coming in, and this could go from bad to to really really bad. They they may not even be a USL Championship team next year, man. Like they 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 might be a USL League One team next year. Yeah, it's looking rough, my dude. Uh, drunk chaos. Red Bull S high press soccer in altitude. In altitude. With in no altitude. good players. To be fair, that's kind of Red Bull's model too, though. No, no good players and just like have a good system. But like Chris Armand is probably probably the worst Red Bull coach in the last ever. So um he was an yeah. assistant coach at, least at, coach at Leeds. We also have that one. Yeah, right. And uh, didn't didn't get the DC United job, as it were. So <laughs> that tells you a little something about what what the league thinks of him. So bold strategy on Colorado's part. Um, yeah, Ooh. I don't is think they... this is going to go well. To be yeah. fair, it's. Uh, I mean, look, it can't really get much worse. Um, well, we can. <laughs> we hope that it can't get they had much five worse. wins this year man it could get a lot worse okay all right all right we'll, we'll, we'll take it is there and like there's really just nothing to say except try again next year i don't like they're gonna blow it up they have to blow it up um, um yeah i mean i i think the 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 key part here <laughs> is don't buy anyone that ends up in colorado like if your favorite free agent ends up going to Colorado, just just cry, go sit in a corner, because like it's just not, I don't, it, it's not gonna go well. I don't know. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but maybe I, I, yeah. I will agree. He, as he's in probably this- the MLS coach that I have the smallest opinion about. I just I don't understand. I I, I mean I guess I mean Phil Neville went to Portland. We'll talk about that. There's a lot of other MLS teams that don't even have coaches right now. Um, But look, Colorado was down bad. We were all looking away from Colorado, as we often look for value in places that others aren't. I don't really think there's, like you said, anything to really risk or put your money towards on SoRare Platform when uh, Colorado is... uh... Yeah, we're just going to avoid that one for this year. If you're uh, in Colorado, if you're in Colorado and you want to watch soccer, just be a Colorado Switchbacks fan. Colorado Springs switchback. <laughs> like they'll probably be the best team in Colorado this year. Yikes. Well, yeah. nice new stadium, right. by the way. Oh, very, very fancy. Been yeah. to the Colorado Rapids Stadium. It's in the middle of nowhere and it's nothing to write home about. Colorado, just get it together. All right. Look, we're gonna we're gonna move on. 
to another team, which I was really big on going into the season, and it kind of fell apart for them. They showed flashes, but injuries are a bummer. And they now have two DP slots open because the LA Galaxy, Ricky Push, is going to Ricky be that. Ticharito and Douglas Costa are out as DPs. I feel so bad as a native Mexican, Ticharito. There was high hopes. He showed flashes. Uh, he just he was stay good healthy. while he was uh, healthy. Yeah, he just couldn't stay healthy. Every year was something else. It was something new. And, uh, yeah, and I will, I will, yeah, yeah. They His... never really had enough talent around him. That's another thing. It just they never really had it together. Jovalich was a bust. I would love to have seen Chicharito and Pooch like for an extended period of time together. That would have been great. I'd love that. But it's like Chicharito's runs and his off the ball movement with Ricky Pooch's just accurate, crazy passes that nobody else sees is like Chef's kiss. And you saw it. There, there were like there's a ton of highlights and goals when they like two linked up, and it was beautiful. And uh, yeah, they just didn't get enough of it. It sucks to see a. Yeah, poor, uh, <laughs> poor, uh, but they got Tyler Boyd and you're high on Jalen Neal. Little, little babe coming up. Oh, there. I love baby Neal. Jalen Neal's baby really Neal. good. So I think the Galaxy, honestly, they shed a lot of salary. They, they could, they could use that money. Like th- this is not the Rapids. They have two DP slots open. They have two, two DP, DP slots. spots. And, and this is like the Rapids, a DP spot is like 1.3 million. Like it's like the minimum you can spend on a DP. Whereas the Galaxy, like, they might sign someone for more than Messi. Like, they, they're liable yeah, they to could. sign anybody because they have all kinds of money and they're willing to blow it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm, I like, there's a lot of potential there. Um, I'll be uh, very interested to see what happens, like, um, even from the front office perspective, like, how good this new front office is going to be with, yeah. the, with the new president in there. Um, and if they decide to, to stick with Greg Vaney, cause I think he's a, a pretty decent coach. Like he's seen, he's gotten a lot out of his players typically. Um, so I, I have high hopes for the galaxy. Uh, obviously they're, they're used to being the big dogs in town. Like they're the OG MLS yeah. dynasty and now they're not the big dogs anymore. <laughs> um, that's gotta feel G- awful. New Chivas United is the, is the big dogs now. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how things go for the Galaxy, but I think they have a lot of potential. That doesn't mean they'll be but, good. It just means... But they weren't a bad team, out. right? The Galaxy weren't yeah. terrible. It's just a lot of injuries. Brugman, Delgado, like, it, it, they just lost everybody. And, look, it's it's kind of a... It's attacking, too, right? Like, you have two DPs. Yeah. Assuming they bring in a number nine and probably a left winger, maybe. Somebody in the attack. I would attack. love to see them bring in a nine and a center back. You know, like there's, there's, there's that, that trend is starting to emerge a little bit with teams realizing like, oh my God, we have to play defense too. Against like, Messi. Have, or even, or even a goalkeeper. Like look at how good Roman Berkey was for St. Louis. Wow. Yeah. They kind of wrote the, they changed the like, script imagine, on that, didn't they? Imagine they get De Gea. That would be sick. Ooh. If they could get De Gea, Jalen Neal, and like a good number nine with Ricky Pooch. Olivier Giroud? No. Jeru and De Gea? That that would be pretty damn crazy. If De Gea and Griezmann? Griezmann would be a good oh? fit, I think. Huh? That would be a really good fit. Huh? Um he he's not really a traditional number nine, like in the very front, though. He's he's kind of creative in some ways as well. Like you kind of let him play how he plays for France. Um okay. which is kind of like a- similar to Pooch. 
So like right. I I don't know I don't know I I don't I, I don't I'm not gonna speculate on like specifics but like <laughs> we we can be here all day. I I don't even think they need to spend two attacking DP spots. You know, like I think they okay. can bring in like a a young South American winger that on a U23 initiative, and then like right. a DP nine and a DP like either defender or goalkeeper. I think that would be huge because that's always been Ellie's kryptonite's always been their defense, and now they have Jalen Neal, which is a good piece. Um. They just need they just need more good pieces in the back. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I no, I agree with you. There. That's actually that's, a, that's actually a really good shout. And it, it's L.A. It's not hard to recruit anybody in L.A. And we can speculate for exactly. hours. But uh, assuming they'll bring in some big names and Ricky Pooja in the midfield, like I feel if they, if you're gonna play MLS, I feel like Pooja is one of those cars that you're gonna need to have for next year. Yeah, definitely gotta have. And like like, like we said, like this is they're they're not the biggest game in town anymore. But they are still the OG MLS dynasty, them and DC United. So, like, they're the most successful MLS team of all time. Like, uh, and they're in LA. So, their fans walked out. They called for the head of the like president and ownership group. Galaxy is about as down bad as it gets. Um, I'm sure they'll turn it around next season. That's definitely a team to look look at, I think, for sure. Uh, But I, I just think you have a tough time when it's like Yoshida, Chris Mavinga. Um, Jonathan like Ball, Julian Alde got some playing time, and he's he's good, but he's young. Like Jalen Neal, and Jalen Neal got hurt. Like Jalen Neal is really the only like decent defending piece they have. Look, if Columbus proved anything, you just got to outscore everybody and not play defense, right? No, <laughs> it, it works. It works. I, it works. I, I guess, maybe, but. We're gonna move on from the Allegax, dude. We gotta. There are there are eight other teams we gotta get through in this thing. You know, you want to talk about regression to the mean, but Austin I FC. I told you though, <laughs> dude. You totally called it at the beginning of the season. I got it. I will give you. Trippin was like, no, this is gonna be the greatest team ever. Next year, it's gonna be my. It's gonna be my St. Louis. Yeah, but Just look. Wait. They're keeping their they're keeping their core, right? They've announced some roster moves. Nick Lima actually, I think, happened today. He got traded to the Revs. Uh Kip Keller, Lundquist, Maxi Ruti, gone. Austin's keeping a pretty good core. Uh, uh Kip how Keller. Are you? he was supposed to be right? so good. He still could be. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's still young. You? Since you called Austin so perfectly this year, where's Austin FC going next year? What should we look at? Is Drew see a buy for next year? Being that he had a down year, people are probably like, eh, is it a is that a pickup for next year? And saying that Austin's maybe maybe Austin overcorrected, right? Maybe they overcorrected the downside and they gotta gotta right the ship. How are we uh where are we with that? No, I think that's about where they are, talent wise, honestly. Like I, I think they're about in that like fighting for a playoff spot, but not quite good enough. Like they're gonna be better than Toronto, but like no offense to our friend uh, Zardis fan club, but like Jossie Zardis is is not Washed. not really. Hmm. I mean, he's thirty two at this point, and I know I'm gonna ha- make the hate list for this. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think Zardis is really gonna help you too much up top. Um, I mean, Alex Ring is a good player, but he's not a center back. He's a defensive mid. I don't think he worked very well at center back this year. Yeah. Um, and he's getting a little older. Um, Driussi, obviously, I love, um, but like, just they—they they just didn't have any of the other pieces that, like, I don't know that I that, wow. that I think are are really like above average, like really good play. Like, I don't see that like Cincinnati, like 
kind of Nuobodo, like that Vasquez, like the, those pieces around Lucho Acosta that make him so dynamic. This reminds me a lot more of like DC United in 2019 when, yes, Lucho Acosta is fantastic, but like he's the only thing that they have. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I think they need a lot more talent. I think they need a lot more, like they need more oomph. Um, and I, to be fair, I don't even think Nick Lima is really that good. So like getting rid of him, I don't Used think to is be. a downgrade. I don't even, I don't think he ever really was. Like he was always like, he was, a what, he was always Airport, like average. Right? He was always average for me. Like I, I never got why he was on the national team. Um, like Cascante, <laughs> average. Like there, there's a few players that are average. Brad Stuver, average. Like they're not bad per se. The one like decent piece I think really did emerge this year is Danny Perea. So I'd, I'd yeah. like to see him build around him a little bit more. Um, and maybe Owen Wolf starts to emerge next year to some degree. But didn't, like, didn't Austin have a young like forward that they loaned out? He was like D D. I think it started with a D. I don't know. Awful, awful content. But yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they had like some young forward. That was it. Jite Musa Jite is that who it was? I think he was at Austin, right? What happened to him? Uh, he was at Austin. Yeah, I don't know where he is now. I thought he was like young, promising, and then I just he never heard of him again. Bander Mespor. So got to be somewhere in Turkey. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Or he yeah, I don't know. Him, I don't. Or... I don't know if he's on loan there or. It says until oh. December 30th, 2024. So I assume that that's still. Oh, wow. Contract. Yeah. So he's probably under contract, but just on loan. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know that he's ever very good either, though. He, I mean, he, he's 24. So like, it's not like he's. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking about somebody else. And I just remember them having like some crazy, like young he forward there. He was a Joxio as well. Came off the bench a few times in France. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Probably not. Eh, whatever. Shh, nobody, nobody listen to that part. We're not. But yeah, it I, either. I think I think Austin needs more. They need more oomph. They need more. Like they 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 just need to build a better core before I'm really ready to believe. And I I think they're they're probably good enough to make the playoffs. Um, well, they keep adding teams every year, so. Yeah. Well, they keep adding playoff spots every year too. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm fine. saying. Like. It's fine. It's um, fine. Yeah, no, I feel like yeah, you're right. You're kind of on the nail with just kind of sit and wait for Austin, uh, see where they go, see where, where did you come from, where did you go, all that fun yeah. stuff. Drew C is um, one of the like elite tens, I think, that is in the in the same realm as like the Lucho Acostas of the world, the Ricky Pooches of the world. That like he he's definitely worth having in your gallery for sure, and he can definitely pop off. But just there's there's no staff there to be built fair 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 now there is an attacking stack that i'm excited about because we're gonna run it back after getting 10 wins 13 losses and 11 ties we're talking gonna talk about minnesota united because we got timu pookie we got ray ray and we got bongi right there attacking trio my dude look minnesota peaked in leagues cup okay it was great everybody remembers the leagues cup run it was so much fun to watch it was a little questionable after that and they fired Adrian Heath. And yeah. uh, Dane St. Clair made me really mad. So that's where I'm at with Minnesota. Yeah. That attacking trio, when hitting, 
it'd be hitting. But uh, that was that was gonna be my big question. Was like, is Dane St. Clair actually a fraud? Like, you were big on Dane St. Clair, and even I was. Like, I was big on Tyler like, Miller, and he and he beat him out too. Um, well, and, and now Tyler Miller is like, eh, I don't know. So maybe they were just both bad. Like they were just both worse than we thought. But it's it's weird because like Dan St. Clair, he'll make some crazy saves. He'll show up in some crazy moments. We'll do exactly yeah. what you needed to do. And sometimes you're just like, what? what? Like, why? Just just, why would you do that? <laughs> like, it's so, so questionable at times. And maybe, maybe that's just the MLS, right? Maybe that's just the chaos that uh, comes with the territory. I think um, that's old school MLS. Like, that's like, if this were 2018, we'd be going like, oh, he's so good. But like that's not where we are anymore. Like the league has grown. You have to be more consistent now. Yeah. You know? Man. Like you you've got to have higher expectations. Um, I I just really want at some point Eric Dick to get a, a chance <laughs> just because his name is Eric Dick. I own a bunch of his cards. And so, so that would uh, Andy Black, doesn't he? Isn't he yeah, Eric probably. Great minds think alike. Um, in all seriousness, though, like Fred Emmings is one of the like Oh, that's young up and coming goalkeepers that people like. So I don't know if he'll get a chance, but at some point, Emmings probably will be uh will be a name. We'll see. In theory. In theory. In theory. But I'm interested to see um oh no, that's not Bartlow. Just kidding. It says Ethan Bristlow. And I thought Oh god. No, Bris- Ethan Barlow is still uh, at New York Red Bulls doing a whole lot of nothing. Like always. So nothing's changed. But uh, do you think Pookie, Kalongwane, and Reynoso, if he decides to show up next season, you never know, he might take yeah. the first three months off. I was going to say, uh, at this point, we have to plan for that, right? Like, you have to, you, if you're buying Reynoso, like, you got to have somebody else for the first three months. Yeah, was, is, that, is that priced in? Uh, do, do, we, do we know yeah. if it's priced uh, in the market? No, it's not, because he's he played really well at the end of the year. Um, so his price is actually really high, to be fair. Oh man. Um, oh, good old Ray Ray. I think so, yeah. But, yeah, so I, I think like I don't know. I don't know if Timo Puki still has it or if he ever had it, or if it was just one season where he went nuts. I never really watched the Prem enough to know. He's a like, poacher. Oh, this was just a aberration year, like a ad, or, or he's like Jamie Vardy and just like had a great year, like had a great end of his career type of a thing. Longwane was very off and on at times. Yeah, he's still young though. Um, he's still he's still a younger guy, but like he's twenty three, so he, he's not like youth. He's he's just you know early prime. Um, okay. Reynoso is still like Reynoso is again in that Drew see Acosta range where he's he's gonna be like a a sixties type of a guy. Um, but I think one of the unsung kind of heroes in like real life Minnesota will kind of live and die as uh as Hassani Dodson goes. Like yeah. he, he's very good. Um, he's very hurt a lot, and he <laughs> or he had like a major injury the like last year. Um, and I think that was their honestly their better team. Um, and he's also so versatile, like he can play anywhere in the midfield. Um, and he really like he's the metronome of the team. So I, I'd love to see they started playing him in an attacking role towards the end of the year. Right. Um, and he started he started really kicking butt and scoring some goals. So 
um yeah i'm excited to see what they what what they do what coach they get in i think that obviously that'll be big yeah um and then how much do they have to kind of supplement this roster because this is a good core if they can find like like we said with the galaxy if they can find some defense um if they can uh if they can be cohesive as a unit yeah, no, no, I agree. And like, dude, there there's there was flashes. Like this Minnesota team can be really fun. Um, they kind of just fell flat. They peaked too soon, man. They peaked too soon for the League's Cup and nothing came out of it. I don't know. I'm a big fan. I watch watching Pookie. I thought when Pookie like entered the league, I thought he was gonna be a step too slow. And there is a little bit of that, but his hold up play. And you see it a lot. If yeah. you could find a striker with incredible hold-up play to really unlock the rest of the attack and the uh, like fullbacks are charging up the field it makes a huge difference and you saw a lot of that of him just hold up play distributing the ball like getting it out on the run uh minnesota just didn't finish a lot of those chances but uh <laughs> could have been better what do, uh, what do we think about kamara lawrence is he still Oops. worth taking a chance on because mm, so. he's basically free at rare at this point He's oh, wow. 31 years old. Um, I don't know if it was injury at the end of the year or if he just like never made the bench again. Um, but he was definitely out of favor towards the June July period. Mm, um, but he was like this this a guy that was 2018 best 11 in the MLS had upside. Uh, I think at this point maybe. I think he's been too too far, too gone, too long. Yeah, but I, Very you know, you know, I was excited I, when he came back to the MLS. I thought he might be decent, but he just hasn't panned out. Sometimes it just doesn't pan out. I will say I'm a pretty pretty. I'm a decent fan of DJ Taylor and the defense as a back. Uh, fun one to watch. He was scoring okay, and then it just kind of fell apart. So he could be streaky. Uh, I had fun with him last year. I don't remember if I won him as a reward or he was just really cheap that I scooped him up. But uh, actually, watch him too. Yeah, or like David Taylor. I don't know. He like started off the season nice and it kind of tailed off. I don't know. DJ Taylor is really all that good, to be fair. I don't know. He had a good game against Orlando City in April. Maybe maybe that's when I noticed. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I was like, this is the dude. This guy. Yeah, he had he had two sixties in the first half of the season, uh, and then he had three sixties in that like mid July period. Oh, um, you know what it was? I remember why I picked him up. Now I needed I needed like a little defensive stack with Dane St Clair, and he was just like stop. <laughs> I don't remember I was if it was say, for cash or what. This, it probably didn't go very well. <laughs> it's like. These scores aren't very good. Hey, but that's what limiteds are for, right? To just throw things at the wall because they're like a dollar or two. So who cares, right? Sixty cents right now. It's not even at the dollar. What I'm talking about low, low risk, high reward. That's what we're about on this show. Low risk, no reward. All right. Well, let me ask. Let me tell. Tell me about this reward with the Portland Timbers and Evander. Year two. All right. He had one year, year to get two. it together. At the end of the season, once they fired their coach, he started. He picked it up a little bit, started looking really nice. Santi Moreno, Felipe Mora, Diego Chara, forever. The Portland Timbers now with Phil Neville in charge because he did so good at Miami. 
that the Portland Timbers just really needed him. Um, uh, are, they, mean, are they bouncing back next year? I don't know that we can really blame him for the Miami thing. We don't like. No I feel logic like here. no logic here. There was just nobody there. Like, and to be fair, before he got sacked, like he, they actually started getting better at the end of the last year. They actually started yeah. looking okay. They had they had some decent runs in there where I was like, I'm not really a believer, but like, eh, he's not bad. Um, so I don't know. This like the Timbers are never. I I think they're probably never really gonna have that like massive amount of talent. You mentioned Evander getting better. Santiago Moreno looked like an actual player towards the end of the year. Yimi yeah, Char yeah. still got some legs left. Like, can Eric Williamson stay healthy? That would be huge. David That's Ayala. True. We him all year. He was he was gone all year. Um, I mean, Espria has his moments. Right. Um, I I'm not a I'm not a Felipe Mora fan, even though I'm pretty sure I've owned his super rare forever. Um fake or maybe that was somebody else from the timbers um but it, regardless um yeah I, i'm not sure that i'm a huge felipe Mora fan um i think they need probably one more like decent attacking like actual number nine because they've got a lot of creativity with the evander moreno's yimicharas of the world yeah. i don't know if they have that finish i don't I, like i there's no one in there that I consistently say like that guy's gonna put the ball in the back of the net to the tune of I yeah. don't know if anybody would score like more than 10 goals on this team at this point. Um, so I think they have some some really good pieces though. Like um Mascara's really good as well in the back. Um so I don't know. And they gotta figure out the goalkeeping situation because David Bingham ain't it. Guys, yeah, is is he done? Is he officially donezo? Is have we seen the last He's, of Bingham? Surely he has to be done. Out of contract. He's 34 years old. Clearly didn't do that great. But what does it say of Ivicic, who came in last year, held the job, lost it, and then <laughs> lost it to David Bingham? Yeah, that's a rough one. That I think is... they'll be looking for a new goalkeeper. We could maybe at some point look at like the goalkeepers in the league and like some of the backups who I think have decent potential. Mm. Um, cause I think we've done that the last couple of years and it's been really informative. Um, and you, you get your, your Alec cons of the world and you're like, yeah, they're starting. And then, Oh wait. Yeah, no, he's not. the off season is almost here. So many things to talk about and speculate on. So exciting. I mean, it's already happening for all these teams, right? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, see, that's we're doing a little, 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 little quick hits and seeing, seeing we're seeing what where we're at and the getting's good because I'm still a firm believer that one of the best times to buy is as soon as they're over, as soon as the season's over. And guess what? These dorks had their season end early. <laughs> <laughs> dorks. But yeah, Evander. Evander. Yeah, we, we talked about like it taking time to adjust MLS. And uh, right. yeah, I think that was definitely the case there for sure. But uh, look look out if they can if they can put some some pieces together. Maybe, maybe. Maybe not like cool. top tier, but like decent playoff, you know? Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Look, the, like 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 we've always said, and we've said on previous shows, the Portland Timbers always find a way to hang around, and they will yep. always continue to hang around. And they'll do their thing. Someone who can't hang around because they just always fall off at the end of the season, right? They just always they come, they get hot, and then they disappear as the San Jose Earthquakes. Okay, Abobasi, where the heck you at? Espinosa, you streaky boy. Cade Cowell, 
what? Where did all that promising talent go? Because it wasn't there this year. Hey, don't don't yeah. forget Jamiro Montero. Jamiro Montero. Oh, same thing. I looked at his scores the other day. I was like, oh my god. It's like holy smokes. He was he was probably one of the highest prized players at the beginning of the season. There was some real hype around Jamiro Montero at the beginning of the season. I know that because I almost fomoed in. <laughs> I I had him for all season, and there were times where he was very usable. Um. Like he was putting up like high fifties, low sixties. Yeah. Like his his problem is he for whatever reason he could never like have a goal and a good all around game in the same game. And it was like, <laughs> like why? Like there was there was time. So in April he put up a seventeen all around, and then had an assist and put up a two all around, and then had a twenty four all around, and then had a fourteen all around. It's like. Every single game was between like 50 and 60, but none of the games were in the 80s, which is super frustrating when you have a guy that can put up big all around and can score an assist and then just like didn't do it. But he can't do it in the same game. Exactly. Um, But (laughs) hey, AFCON, you know, get some AFCON value out of Jimmy. Okay. Okay. All right. You would know that. Are you making an AFCON team? No, buddy. I'm. I'm in the basketball streets, my dude. I'm making an in-season tournament team and overpaying the premium on new season cards for it because cash prices. Um, you mentioned Kid Cowell. Um, yeah. What are we doing with Kid Cowell? I'm not a fan of Kid Cowell. I don't really. Think. Never really bought the hype. He was always just like fast and strong, but yes. he wasn't ever really American. Good, you know. I just I I don't know. I think he's overhyped. Kate Cowell's Kate Cowell's the person he's he has a lot of Kevin Cabral in him where he he gets in the right places but does nothing with it. And that's bad. Yeah. Because you watch I mean, him and you're I, like, yeah. oh wow, like he finds the spaces, he makes yeah. the right runs, like he can do the right thing, or like like the soccer brain is in there, the IQ's in there, but then right. he just can't make his feet do the thing. Like it's just right. It's like me trying he's to play not, drums. He's not very technical. He's like what would have been a great prospect in like 2008, when yes. like no one could really play, but like he would be faster and stronger than everybody else. Right. Um, to be fair, San Jose is just collecting like young, like super hyped forward. Like it's like it's like they went on transfer on um football. Oh, Imagine Hoppy's on high- San Jose. They they went they went on football manager and just looked at the highest potential guys like three years ago. And we're like, we're gonna get all these guys. It's like Abobasi, Cade Cowell, Matthew Hoppy, Io Akinola, Benji Kakanovich, like all of them fit that mold. Um and none of them can put the mold. None of them are really that good. None of them are really that good. To be fair, they do have some good players. So like ones to watch from this team, Cruz Medina is on the US youth national team, uh, that just got knocked out of the U seventeen World Cup. He's really good. Nico Sicaris, I think I'm saying that right. Um, yes. He's also a one that I've heard a lot about. Um, so, like, they've got a lot of young players. Um, and they've got guys that, like, put up scores out of nowhere. Like, um, I think it was, was it last year? Nathan was just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And then he, he was hurt this ACL year too. or something. And this year, Rodriguez was, like, ridiculous and just, like, super overpowered. Um, so I don't know what it is about their system that just makes center backs just ridiculous. And Daniel um, came in too, their goalkeeper. Yeah, who, uh, Daniel, the goalkeeper is 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 pretty good. 
Um, I'm interested to see what happens with Marcinkowski because he could be one of those guys that like goes to a different team. Um, I, I think he has one more year on his contract, to be fair, but um, I could see him getting like traded or something if they want to keep Daniel around because Marcinkowski's 26. Like he's he's been in the league forever, but he's not old at all. So yeah. like I feel like he could be a really good buy low for he has for another year in his contract for people. Um, yeah, but I'm saying just like a trade or or, or anything like that that happens because I don't Even like think, a hold. I don't think he's, he's good enough to play in the MLS. Oh yeah, he's good enough to stay I, in the MLS, but not starting. I no, I think I think he's a starter in the MLS. I don't think he's a great starter, but well, I, I mean, think yeah, he's, he's like, not starting right now. I think he's an upgrade over like Portland's goalkeeper situation or like <laughs> potentially even the LA Galaxy's goalkeeper situation. I think they should put more resources into that um, than just like Jonathan someone Bond's like Bond's job is not safe. Yeah. No, I, 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 I honestly, I highly doubt Bond actually starts next year. Um, we didn't talk about that in the Galaxy section, but like um, I think they're going to try to find some replacement. Um, so like I could see Marcinkowski being like a, a like Tyler Miller type of goalkeeper that like is starting quality for like teams that don't have starters and just kind of bounces around to different teams. And then once they get their goalkeeper situation figured out, then he leaves. Um, so like, I think, I don't think I want to be a backup to Daniel, but I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. You might Where have to wait you... till next year. Are we, are we done with Jonathan Mensa? He's getting older. Yeah. Stinky season so. after Columbus it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Rest in peace. Like you're if you're an MLS head, you're like, oh yeah, Jonathan Mensa. But yeah, true. It's, I mean, uh, he was really good. He's really had yeah. a really good career. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's probably done. I actually low-key like Tanner Beeson a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought with the I national team too, isn't he? Pretty well. He just he's not a consistent starter. And if they have Rodriguez and Nathan and they're both healthy, um, I I just don't know where Beeson plays. But the the good news with Beeson is that he can play literally all four spots on the back line. So he can he can play That's either huge. outside back or center back, um, which is nice to have that flexibility on your team. Uh, as far as like consistent actual playing time, I doubt that he'll really be worth having. Um, but just someone to kind of to kind of keep in mind. Um, right. But yeah, I, I mean, I think talent wise, to be fair, a lot of these players are like more talented than some of the other play like some of the other teams like i feel like the yeah. level of talent on san jose is higher than most other teams in the mls but they've just never really been that good for whatever reason um, i think well san jose's been doing this for a couple years right where they've been kind of yeah. rebuilding restructuring the wando era was over rest in peace actually he just got inducted to the hall of fame i'm pretty sure uh congratulations good for him, good for him. uh yeah they're like San Jose right now reminds me of what like Orlando was at the beginning of the season. Like you got all these young pieces. They're yeah. good pieces. They're just trying to figure out how it all works. Right. Um, this team. Yeah. They were, and they had stretches this year where they were like, Oh my God, San Jose. Like <laughs> what? Who, who is this team? And uh, it just, it didn't last. And that's a testament to a, I think, I think they're building something cool down there and uh, could be quite nice next season for all the reasons that you were brought up. I mean, they they could be that Cincinnati-esque team that just like takes a wild step forward, um, but they also could have been that this year, and they didn't. So. Yeah. So, who knows? You know, and I say this all the time. I'm just never into this team for whatever reason. Shout out to all the people that we know that love FC Dallas because I just can't get into it. 
But in Paul Ariola, we trust, right? Always, always. Once a DC man, always a DC <laughs> man. man. Has a huge con. I looked at He's like he's he's on the team till like twenty six or something like that. Yeah, he's doing all that. Alan Velasco got hurt out for the year. He might be back next year. Um, as much as as great as he is, I don't really see a reason to hold right now because that's the end of next year. We're talking. Is Jesus Ferreira going to be here next year? Is I think the big question. That's a that's a valid question. He's gotten a lot of interest. It's just like, what does he want to do? Like, he's 22. Does he want to be a lifer MLS guy? Like, does he think... Uh, and I think it comes down to the U.S. national team, right? Does he think he needs to move overseas to realistically have a shot at being the number nine for the U.S. national team? Like, is he going to get disrespected, mm. like, just by everybody um, if he stays in MLS? Does he need to go prove it in Europe as well? And I think that's the question because by all accounts, he loves Texas. Like he, I think he has a ranch there or something. Um, right. And he just like from there loves the way of life, like doesn't really want to leave. But like career wise, does he have to leave? Um, you mentioned Velasco. Terrible injury, like absolutely Oof. terrible. Heartbreaking. Literally um, heartbreaking. I, I thought he was probably going to leave at the end of this season. Um, now it's like, well, what's the point? Kind of. Um, oh, he's not going anywhere. But like, I don't know. I I don't know. I I, I don't know. And it, it like you can come back from these things and be fine, but you can also like lose step. You know, you could also right. like lose that thing. Um, so that's definitely always risky. Ariola, I think, is one of the most underrated players, like real life in 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 the league. Um, he's still only 28. Like he seems like he's been around forever, but he's still not like old yet. He's kind of Jordan he Morris. He seems older than he is. Yeah, he's like Jordan Morris, where it's like Morris has got to be like 35 now, right? Like he's like upper 20s. Um, and I think when he's starting, like Dallas is a much better team. Um, but yeah, I I I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see how things go. I think they need more help in the midfield. Sebastian Legette is not it. Not uh, it, they spent, they spent a lot to get him, and like it just hasn't worked. Ooh, um, but they have a promising young uh, forward, and Bernard Camungo. <laughs> Camungo's Camungo's pretty good, to be fair. He's he's pretty good. Um, I I actually really like Dante Sealy too. Um, he mm. started to get some time. I think maybe he could be a breakout candidate next year. Um, especially if Velasco has to miss significant time. Yeah, that's um, true. So like he and Camungo could kind of split some of that time. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, with Obreon. Because um, he's always been that like kind of a starter, kind of not a starter situation. Um, Zeke Ensembling, I think, is okay. Um, but I think they need an upgrade. Because I... I well, I guess he he didn't really play that much, actually. To be fair, um, it was more Pax and Pomichol, um, which had a who, good season for once. Let's go! Yeah, Pax but I mean, finally his, at the end, of the good season. season wasn't even that good. You know, he just he for was Pax just and Pomichol term with all the hype that was behind him that never delivered for him to have a season like this was like oh, wow. Yeah, pat in the back. Let's go, Pax and Pomichol. It's back. Right. Still, he still has huge injury issue question marks for me. Yeah, like he yeah. still didn't make it through a whole season. 
as Wait. not without getting hurt. Um, and then in the back, uh, Tafara, I think is really good. Um, he's he's really coming along nicely. Um, Marco Farfan does his job in real life. I wouldn't have him in so rare though. Um, but like they they I I feel like they still need that second uh, center back to be fair. But I love Pies. Martin Pies. I, I, I actually hate him because he took Jimmy Maurer's job, but I actually love him <laughs> because he's Martin Pies. Um, Pies and then Antonio Carrera is another young goalkeeper I've heard a lot about. There you go. 19 years old. Coming up. Coming up the ranks. I think... And, and I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and we won't get too far into it this show, but there's like a, a real change coming to the MLS where it's like a changing of the... I mean, we've said it, but like a changing of the guard, right? Like, we know there's a new era of MLS, but, like, all these older guys, the Ladero's, the Rui Diaz's, like, all these older players that have been around, Bedoya, we're losing a lot of these, like, legends that have been sticking around, like, MLS le- legends, veterans. Breck Shea. Breck Shea. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, it's going to be really cool. There's going to be a lot of younger guys coming up, not only from the academies and the systems, but all the young players that we're going to start going coming through the pipeline through MLS because, yeah. boy, this league is hot right now. For young talent. Hot, 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 hot. You know who's not hot? You know what talent is all the teams are talking about and hot? Yes, but we got to shout out Thomas Hassall has been let go of the Vancouver Whitecap system. Wild, promising young goalkeeper, which actually, before we were even doing the show, before we were really friends, we bit up the same Thomas Hassall. And it's funny because we had like kind of chatted, but we weren't like really like friends yet. And we put in the bid at the same time. And it literally like, as I was entering my password, your bid came in and then I outbid you. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh no, he's going to hate me. I was like, Oh no. (laughs) I was like, Oh shit. I'm an asshole. And then like, yeah, there was the end of that. And guess what? I lost because all that money is worthless now, but Thomas, it's all baby. Gone in Vancouver. Richie Larea is in contract talks with Nottingham to extend the loan or a purchase to buy. But Ryan Gold and Brian White are back, running it back with Sartini. Love it. Rest in peace, the Vancouver Whitecaps. We're getting knocked out of the playoffs by a good team. We love the Whitecaps. So, first off, on his all. I kind of want to take a, a gamble, you know? Like, he's, he's so yeah, you think he lands? right now. He's so cheap. Like, one of those, like, low-risk, high-reward type things. He's He's got to play somewhere, right? Like, um, see, I, I need to look into, like, he. it says he has an injury for patellar something syndrome, mm-hmm. um, which I did my patellar tendon, and that was, like, a that was not a thing. Not a good thing. Um yeah. So I got to look and see if he actually like can still play soccer, which would be bad, but Ooh, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we get a call. Um, but assuming he still can, like he was, he was huge. Like Vancouver traded away Maxi Krupo. So yeah, that he that's right. Play, man. Like, I mean, that was huge. Uh, Takaoka, I guess had a, had a pretty decent year. Um, mm. there. I, I think he had a pretty decent year. Um, <laughs> Not whenever I need him to win me rewards. 
you're not a Takeoka fan at all, but I, I, I'm a Takeoka fan for sure. He's a good keeper, I guess. <laughs> um, questionable, but R- Richie Larea, huge signing for them. Uh, if they can keep him around, that's huge. Uh, Renka Veselinovich, I love Tristan Blackman was okay. Um, so like they actually have like kind of the makings of a pretty decent d- defense. Um, and then the attack is just like stupid. Like Ryan Gold, um, Kubas also is a is a defensive mid, which is uh, he's really good. Like I don't know if he'll put out a ton of points on so rare, um, but but he's actually really crucial to everything they do. So if he sticks around, that's big. Um, Vite, I was not a fan of the hype, mm. and I feel kind of vindicated on that opinion. Um, like he still has flashes, but he's just not consistent, which is kind of what I. We need said about him. Um, Raposo, I think, has some like upside to be a quality, like, solid playing player. time, man. He needs playing time. I don't think he's ever going to be like a superstar, but I think he's he, he could be like a, a decent, like, cap 220 type type mm. player. Um, where he's just kind of solid. Um, Brian White coming back, that would be huge for sure. Um, Brian White. Even though I'm I'm not a huge Brian White fan, but like <laughs> you're not a fan at all. Life, <laughs> in real life, I'm every time I bring up Brian White, <laughs> yeah, I mean in real life I'm not a huge fan, but like he does put up decent silver scores for a forward. So he's scoring. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I th- I think they still need more depth. I think their first eleven is really good though, really good. Like could be one of the top teams. Um, they just don't have any depth whatsoever. Like, there's no nobody that's like coming off the bench that's like scary. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they can do. No, find, dude, this find team, this team is fun, baby. If if you watch the Whitecaps this year, and like, look, look, we're we're at the we're at the point where these teams are getting eliminated, right? We're not talking about the teams that just didn't even sniff the playoffs. And dude, the Whitecaps were a lot of fun this year. They they were definitely a lot of fun to watch this year. It's, it was they played good, fun soccer, but. They ran into a big old scary mean wall called the thirty two fifty two in LAFC, and they, uh, they ran into a team with depth. Yeah, <laughs> they ran into a team where you take off one fast guy that can score goals for another fast guy that can score goals, and you're just suffocating, and you're going to get suffocated. And uh, Sartini yep. getting thrown out of that playoff game, red card, yelling at everybody, cursing the refs, doing the Danny Sartini things. Love to see it, man. Rest in peace, the Whitecaps. But. Yeah, you're right. There's a you can really kind of throw a dart at the board uh, with the white caps, and there's kind of good pieces all over the place. So, there's, uh, there's a really good stack there if people stay healthy. Yeah, the Vancouver really white underrated caps stack team. too that a lot of people won't have. And look, Sartini year three, the like project the continues. Stack. Yeah, it's not like the LAFC stack where everybody's gonna know like this is a good team. Like right. there's a really good stack there that like nobody that's gonna be different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. We love the white caps. Y'all know we love the white caps. We love the white caps. You know, we don't really love that much. Well, I guess we do because we love Diego Luna, but apparently not Danny Masovsky, who got no let go. But we have Diego Luna. We have Chicho. Okay. Savarino's coming back. Pablo Ruiz might be back next year, which their season went big, big yeah. down when he went out. Look, RSL, man, they, another team. They were decent, they were solid all year couple of bad injuries just call them falling flat when it really meant and even then they took houston to penalties twice right they didn't just completely get dominated by houston in the playoffs they yeah. still made their run and there's a lot of attacking powers in there and i think uh, the thing that's the thing that's most impressive to me about rsl is like they have pieces on defense which a lot of the smaller teams don't 
It's like, is Zach McMath a good goalkeeper? I kind of think he's like kind of okay. McMath is funny because nobody ever talks about him. No one ever brings him up. He just right sits there quietly, like, all right, I just go fuck myself. But he puts up good scores. Like he actually yeah. scored, but nobody talks about him. Like you never right. hear anybody go, Oh, you need to own a Zach McMath. He just kind of sits there and quietly scores well for no reason. I feel like he's like top ten in the league. Like very Probably. quietly. Um, another guy like that, Justin Glad, who didn't have a great end mm. to the season, but like dude can definitely put up some 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 points. Dude can bomb. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with Gavin Beavers. A lot of people rating him highly now that he got an appearance. He's another one of that like Fred Emmings class that that uh, a lot of people are talking about. You mentioned Diego Luna. If he stays at RSL, which I guess it looks like he will, this dude could be an absolute superstar. Um, we all kind of thought that. Better man. We all kind of thought that when he was at El Paso, uh, that he could be an absolute superstar. So he could he could really have like a big like I'm talking MVP type season next year like you think so really submit himself with like the Lucho Acostas the Driusis of the world, um and he's he's 20 years old. Um, problem is he plays at RSL. If he played at like LAFC <laughs> or if he played at NYCFC, he'd be a like face one of the franchise. Big markets. This dude would be an absolute superstar. Um, if four goals in the last five games of the season. One yeah. in the playoffs when it mattered, when they needed him to step up, he did. Yeah, for sure. So good. And he can he can AA too. Like he can score, but he can also AA. Um, so like he's a really good problem is he's a midfielder card, which kind of sucks. Like if he was a forward right. card, this would be an OP card for sure. <laughs> um, you mentioned Pablo Ruiz. I think big by low, he's like He's actually above zero, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, but he is so instrumental to the way that that team plays when he's healthy. Um, he's like Jack Price for this team, right? Like he's yep. he's absolutely crucial to what they do. Um, and when he went down, they really they lost. Well, he went down in of- August. He got surgery. He's out four to six months. So in theory, Pablo Ruiz will be back for the start of the season, if not early in the season. You mean so, like Maxi Krupel was supposed to be? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maxi <laughs> Krupel was supposed to be back in April, and he wasn't back until like August. Isn't um, it like after League's Cup? Like he didn't yeah. even play League's Cup, right? It was like after. Yeah. Um, Low-key, Moses Nyman is on this team, and I've always been a Moses Nyman fan. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You DC boys. He the... He needs to be bigger than he is. He's so small. Um, yeah. But like his <clears throat> his passing is just next level, man. Like if he can physically hold up and stay on the field, he's actually kind of a low-key difference maker. Um, you mentioned Chicho Arango coming back, Savarino coming back. Um, is my guy Axel Kai going to get a chance? Maybe? Oh. Is it no, time? Losing Axel Kai. The elusive is it, Axel Kai. Is it Axel time? Maybe. Uh, I mean, the leaves get younger and younger. I, or at least, oh, I didn't get it. I bid on one, um, but I didn't get it. I'm, I'm going to get a, an Axel Kai this offseason, uh, hopefully. Um, I, he's he's getting closer and closer to finally being a at least a consistent sub, right? Yeah. I mean, 
I think it's another two seasons probably before he fully breaks out. Um, I never like realized how like 17 maybe bulky but... he was and how broad he's he was. Guy. Like he, he is yeah. like Daryl DK 2.0. He's he's 15, man. Yeah. And he and he and he gives me like Daryl DK vibes. So you you just like, take that with what you will, right? <laughs> he doesn't turn sixteen that. until the at the end of December, and he's fast. He is, dude. He is. He will bulldoze at you like that. Is if he's running at me and I'm a defender, I'm like, dang, it's gonna hurt. I mean, he's he could be like the kid Cowell, honestly. Like he mm-hmm. he could end up being in that like super hype, but doesn't really do that much. Um, but I don't know. I'm still going to have one just because, like, it's Axel Kai. <laughs> I don't know if it'll work, but I'm still going to have one. Better believe we're still going to have one. Yeah, no, Real Salt Lake, I fully expect them to come back next year uh, better, if not even, uh, with some reinforcements of Pablo Ruiz back. Uh, this team was scary at the beginning of the season. Um, some things just happen. doesn't really always work out for you. Um doesn't matter how good you are. Because you know what? It doesn't really matter because you'll still get blown out, crashed out of the playoffs by the eight seed if you're at St. Louis City. <laughs> See, I Chris, think we should have started Chris, take with the floor. this one. Take we, the floor. we should have started with this one. We should have been like, ah, let's talk about all the teams whose season is over. And that means let's talk about the number one seed, St. Louis. Who crashed um, out to a sporting Kansas City team who fought for their life just to get into the playoffs to fight for their life in the play-in and then swept the number one seed, breaking records number one seed, expansion team of the world number one seed. See ya. Yeah. Um, how are you? I don't know. I, I feel like this was, th- this was how this was going to go, you know? But we said that. We said, is their style of play going to be able to hold up in the playoffs? They looked bad, boy. They the look like the answer was no. It, it will not hold up in the playoffs. Um, and I and like as new, I guess, as this team is, they're kind of old, you know, a little bit. But that's kind of what I you mean, need. I, right? I guess like Leuven is only twenty six, and like Klaus is only twenty six. But I'm like Berkey, like Tim Parker, like. Nielsen, you know, like they got some older dudes on this team. Jake Nerwinski. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. I, I didn't feel like a lot of these guys, like Jared Stroud, I think a lot of these guys have just been around forever. Yeah, but you can't um, start an expansion team with a bunch of kids and young guys who don't even know what they're doing, let alone put together a decent team to play soccer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think Tim Parker is like, and he's only 30. But he was good though. I just, I just feel like year. I feel like the Red Bulls got rid of him because he was too old, and that was like years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean he 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 had a good year. He and he always does. Like he's always like fantastic. He's a big dude. Roman Burke fantastic. They clearly built like defense first, and then like Loven and, and Klaus were just kind of gonna go forward. The national um, yeah, kind of the kind of the national model. Um, so here's my, here, here's my problem with this, right? Like Uh-oh. we're going to get regression to the mean. We talked about this with, with Austin, <laughs> right? It's we're the only way get, we're going to get this regression to the mean and people are going to be like, Oh no, like 
they're gonna add pieces or whatever. I don't know. I just I I don't. There's not a lot of like actual oomph here. Like there's a lot of veteran MLS guys who I know are not really like as good as they played this year. Like Jared Stroud is not that good. Giacchini <laughs> is not that good. Um, Indy Vasilev, not that good. I mean, yeah, he's 22, Indy Vasilev specifically. Um, but the rest of these guys are like, they are what they are. And they're just not like, they're, they're not great. Right. Um, Jake Nerwinski, not that great. Like all of them had great seasons. Um, and I could even see Tim Parker taking like a half a step back too. Like he had a pretty good year. Um, they they have basically two good pieces, right? They have Loven and they have Klaus. And if either one of them gets hurt, they're screwed. Can they're yeah. they're totally screwed. There's no replacement. Um, and even if they don't get hurt, I don't know that they have the firepower to really do anything, you know. But that's like, like I feel like I feel like they just started off so well because of the new stadium and like the hype and all that stuff, and they just yeah, started really well. And then they just kind of coasted, and it just wasn't ever like they they never really like that good. They just built up a lead, right? But like that's that's like a testament to maybe it's coaching, maybe it's system, whatever it is. We're like like you're saying they don't really have any world beaters, any like anything to really write home about they still managed to have the season that they did now that they have a whole season of hey let's look back let's see what we did like what we didn't like and then let's build on that there's there's means to say that like yo st louis city like they might not regress as much as we think or assume they might next year because they did amazing with what they have now now that they can upgrade that who, buddy? Watch out. Well, that's this what team. That's what we said with Austin, too. Like, oh my God, Diego Fagundes is the second coming yeah. of Messi. They like, upgraded oh, with wait. Just kidding. They're actually not. Um, to be fair, you're talking about upgrading. St. Louis, I think, is one of those teams that's going to be very focused on analytics. They're going to be they very. Still have another DP. Different. Didn't they use all three? They should have another DP, I believe. Uh, they didn't use all three. I mean, they? they've, they've Berkey. Klaus and don't they have Berkey, Klaus and um, is is Loven? Loven a Lo, is Loven a DP? I don't know. I haven't looked at the actual thing. I thought they had um, one more. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else that didn't use all three DPS. But e- either way, I think they are going to be very data driven, and they're going to probably get some of those diamond in the rough type guys. And they're probably, right. to be fair, always going to have that like. RSL mentality where they're always outperforming their talent and it's just consistent and you can kind of count on it. So like they probably will be like, they probably will outperform talent, but they, man, they need so much more talent. Like they have, they just (laughs) don't have anything right now. Like they have a few pieces that I would want on my team, like maybe four players. Um, and the rest is just kind of like, they bought a bunch of like really cheap limiteds and they're like, <laughs> we can play a stack here. Uh, and we'll, we'll trade it. We'll trade up to the big guns. Yeah. Yeah. After we'll a few we'll wins. win our way to some new, new season rewards. And then we'll, we'll use those to win. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. We could, we could see it be okay, but um, I think it's we'll a wait see. and see, wait and yeah. see what they do. Wait what the off season looks like and then decide from there. Yeah. Okay. Right, but they're fair. probably going to be my Austin for next year. 
Okay. That, I, I that's a, that, that is a bold take. You, the internet's going to take that and run with it. Um, Come I agree. at me, look, Zimmer. <laughs> like, like I said, look, man, this team did incredible in their first season. Like, it's a successful season. Whether you crashed out of the playoffs and the League's Cup, and I think the Open Cup, whatever, you didn't show up when it mattered. But, dude, historic, historic season. You got to give a round yeah. of applause for the St. Louis City team who uh, continued to raise the bar. Inaugural season. It's very hard yeah, to do. Inaugural season. LAFC came in. They were hot. They were booming. First three years did great. Atlanta, another team. Came they weren't out great, first right? place in their, in their yeah, first no. season, though. I don't think. No, that's what I'm saying. They had a good season, but it wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't first. number one winning like yeah congratulations st louis they will continue to build from here but dude this has been the western conference we went through the eliminados gone see you next year i'm tired i gotta get to this in-season tournament game go magic what's up love it chris yeah. is there anything you would like to tell these people these kind folks on this thanksgiving holiday week anything you would like to say to them before we get out of here have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy your in-season tournament. Um, and uh, and we'll, we'll maybe go through some Eastern Conference teams at some point and talk about Soon. how bad DC United is. <laughs> Orlando City won't be on that list because uh, we're heading to the final. They will be by the time we talk about it. 